Hey girl, hey, it's your virtual BFF. So I have been MIA just a little bit. I have, of course, been grinding and working some things behind the scenes, amping up my um, platforms and making sure that my branding is doing what it needs to do to help me handle the business that I have been charged to handle. Um, I am truly excited about this month. This is September. September, the ninth month of the year, the number nine, which is the significance of new beginnings. This is going to be an awesome month. Um, September is also the National Self-Care Awareness Month, which means that everything about September is you. It's about you. It's about self-care. It's about um, self-love. It's about resetting, recharging, starting over, uh, new beginnings, refreshing, restoration. Everything about September is a good month, uh, little do you know. So this particular segment, I want to kind of talk about um, a part of self-care, which encompasses uh, having balance as a lifestyle. Okay, so we know that we talk about self-care and many of us, you know, we have our own uh, understanding of what self-care is. To some, it's simply spending time with yourself. To some, it's um, taking a trip. To some, it's reading a book. You know, self-care is a definition to many people that is defined in your own right. But every day of life, we wake up and we prepare ourselves to go out in the world without knowing what the day will bring us. We just know that we are charged to be somewhere and we have a responsibility to do our part in business. So with that being said, whether you are working in a profession that you truly, truly love, you want to make sure that you have the balance of self-care so that you don't burn yourself out. It is so easy to have a heart to give and to have an inspirational word to speak, but sometimes it can become draining, especially when the person that is the giver of these things um, don't encompass getting these things in return. So I want to talk briefly about having that balance of taking care of yourself, loving what you do, and having a balance to equal out um, your life so that you are living a healthy life. Um, To some of us, our daily job uh, is charged with maybe our passion and where it lies somewhere beyond the job. But for some of us, we work in our passion every day. We look forward to being in a place to serve in the capacity that perpetuates the desires of our hearts but also provides the monetary means to take care of our families. Again, a lot of us are working in our passions. We are social workers, we are um, counselors, we are case managers, we are managing the daily lives of people and we're offering up a sense of balance to people, but who's offering up a sense of balance to us? Or do we even realize that while we are giving these things, we are failing ourselves at giving these same things to us because we too need the recharge, the reset so that we can further give these things in which we love to give. 
for those of us that can relate, what happens when passion consumes you and pushes you to the point of facing your reality of being burned out? That's really deep, people, because a lot of times we are, like I said, working in these passions. We love what we do, but it's draining. Sometimes it's exhausting. Um, It takes a great deal of energy to be able to speak life to somebody. And as small as that may sound, it's a a very big responsibility um, to be trusted by God to be able to speak life to somebody. That's a big responsibility. Um, and sometimes people get it. Sometimes they receive it. Sometimes they don't. We don't know, though, um, all the time. Sometimes you you speak a word to somebody. You, you may understand or you may feel like they understand uh, what you're saying. You may also sometimes feel rejoicing knowing that they received what you said. But then there are moments when you just simply, you know, you don't know. My challenge to you is are you getting burned out or are you struggling with meeting and understanding having balance so I have a a mentor in my life um she's my cousin but she's she's a lot older than me so I respect her in that of her being like an aunt and one day she she texted me and she um, was just checking on me to see how I was doing and she you know was speaking life and told me that she was very proud of me and that she wanted to just make sure that I was okay and I was like wow you know and in that moment she didn't even know that I really needed to hear that in that time she didn't realize that I had been carrying so much uh, weight of just wondering you know what people had going on or just you know revisiting moments and times that I've shared with people and just concerned about their well-being and one thing that she did point out she made which made a lot of sense she said you know you've got to understand what boundaries are in terms of what you are to give to people and when it's time to cut it off and she said when you go to the counselor if you've ever had a therapy session she said, does your counselor or therapist call you and see how you're doing? She's like, no, those are the boundaries that they've established. They'll see you at the next session. So I want to encourage those of us who are in these roles to make sure not only that you are establishing uh, balance, but you're also establishing boundaries, emotional boundaries. It's very, very, very important. And in another segment, we're going to we're going to touch the surface and begin to talk about establishing emotional boundaries. But back to understanding what balance is, um, let's talk about it. I have worked in my current profession um, for quite some time. And when I was met with this opportunity, I was transitioning out of another part of work Um And just had very, very, very minor knowledge, but I had the heart. Um, I was truly met with the opportunity to um, dwell within my passion and to give and to uh, work in the desires of my heart, as well as having a serving hand and how people live um, and how they understand who they are emotionally and just developing those Uh, emotional understanding of who they are as a person Um, but 
with that being said, I learned very quickly in the first couple of years that I was tired all the time. And I'm like, why am I so tired? Um, and, and it's rewarding in the moment when you're speaking life to people and when you're able to help them or when you're able to provide them with a resource. Uh, it's very, very refreshing to you. But what you don't realize, again, is that balance has to be met and that boundary has to be established. And that is the one area that I struggled in for a long time, which made me meet the point of being burned out the quickest. I don't want that for you. I want you to learn from what I am telling you or take notes on what I'm saying to you um, so that, that you don't meet that moment. Or if you do meet that moment, you don't stay in that moment very long. So with September being the month of self-care, Um, It's National Self-Care Awareness Month. I want to give you a couple of points that will help you meet the balance and self-care that you're going to need to be successful in anything that you do as well as not meet burnout in your passion. So self-care is activities that involve taking care of you, your mental, your emotional and physical health. That's the biggie. So for me, this involves reading inspiring pieces, even doing this blog um, that I have on my website, doing this, the segments on my podcast, all of this for me is self-care because for one, not only am I speaking to you, but I'm also speaking to myself as well. Um, Meditating, writing, and a 30-minute walk a day with no cell phone. So that cell phone, well, while to some, it might be self-care, but that cell phone is self-destruction sometimes. It's self-distraction. You've got to unplug from that cell phone. The social media platforms, yes, they are entertaining. I promise you the distraction will bring you to a point where you feel like, yeah, this is it. But you've got to unplug and unwind and give your mind a, an opportunity to reset and recharge to something else. Social media will have you in highs and lows. It's entertaining for one minute and then it's devastating in the next. So unplugging is a great way to allow yourself to recharge your thought processes. That's very important in times of self-care. The second thing is travel. Listen, listen, my people. Traveling is no different. Well, let me say this. The expense of traveling is no different than you going to a drive up every day to treat yourself to lunch. It's no different than you buying those expensive pair of shoes. It's no different than you getting those $250 Fantasia tickets. Listen, come out of the shell and the box of your norm and go out and roam the world. You can travel as little as going it's taking a, a weekend getaway, a vacation, a vacation, whatever vacation you need to take, get yourself up and go and give your mind something else to see. Give your mind permission to process other thoughts, like fun thoughts. Give your eyes something bigger to see. We live in a big old world and you owe your mind a meal to go out and be fed something greater than your everyday norm of doing things. This too is another topic for discussion in which I will actually, um, I'm going to blog about this, but I'm also going to do a segment on inexpensive ways to travel. 
The third point is journaling. Everything you see when you write it down, it sticks. So as a psychology major, and while I was in school, one thing that we learned is if you see something three times, it sticks. If you see something three times consecutively, it sticks. So if you write something down and as you're writing, your eyes are affixed to what you're writing, you're going to process it uh, different than, than as you would if you were hearing it. So just you, your pen and pad and time is needed to gather your thoughts, go back and visit how your day could have gone, how you actually made a difference, even though the day may have been rough, and how you can make tomorrow even greater. Don't spend too much time in any area, but if your mind brings something forward, by all means, write it down. The fourth point I want to bring is for you to pace yourself. Okay, so all the driven people that are listening, I'm not picking on you. That includes me. But driven people struggle with this. I can admit mine because I definitely do. We are so driven to be the voice, to achieve, to advocate, to provide solutions, to get it resolved. But pace yourself. No need to be in a rush. Just meet your mind right where it is so that it can help you process where you are going with what it is that you are doing or challenged with. Slow down and be confirmed with that. And lastly, every morning that you get up, affirm your day. Get up every day and affirm your day. Daily affirmations feed fuel to your mind that you will make your day a great one because that is the ultimate goal. In this one area, your desire to be greater, if that's what it is, affirm it. Speaking your day up pushes the results of your goals to make it happen and to get it done. I truly enjoy the time that I spend with you every time I record a segment. I I truly get excited about knowing that I am going to speak life to you and that you're going to receive it and do something with it. I'm excited every day of life and I'm truly excited about September because I don't care what the other eight months had to offer me. This month offers you the opportunity to reset, recharge, rethink, reprocess, and get ready to bring this year to a close at a bang. Have a good day and just remember your virtual BFF is thinking about you all the time. Good day. Hey, just wanted to make sure you are following me on all of my social media platforms as well as my website. You can find me on Instagram at I am Talia K. You can also join my Facebook group, Live Fearless, and my website at www.taliapurifoy.com.